Hello and welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. You all can't see it, but Beth was just voguing during that introduction. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Here comes Greg. Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, <laughs> right down Santa Claus Lane. And it's, there she is, our very own Christmas caroler. It's Christmas! It's Christmas in my house. I shared this already with the pet chat. We have mm-hmm. decorated everything, pretty much. We just have to put ornaments on our tree and then we're done. And I love Ooh. it so much. We kind of are going crazy with the LEDs this year. Because we oh. realize that uh, the LEDs, listen, they're a lot easier to deal with. And okay, they're like probably. weatherproof. They don't really break. Um, and yeah, they're just easier. So we're, we're kind of like slowly getting rid of all of our other typical, okay. you know, the green strands of lights or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's a pain probably in the butt. Cheaper to operate as well, Because, well, right? you know, Leave one breaks and then your whole strand's done. And I don't want to have to buy the stupid gun to figure out what light's broken. Anyway, so... Oh we're going hardcore with the lights, but yeah, we got it all done. I'm excited. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. I'm not going to skip Thanksgiving. I'm not one of those people. I love Thanksgiving, but <laughs> if I'm going to put up a bunch of Christmas decorations, I want to see them for more than like three weeks. Yeah, that's part of it, right? I don't, I, you could take or leave Thanksgiving for me. I, I'm good either way. Um, oh no, but I'm, I'm excited for eat. Christmas as well. Oh, listen, is <laughs> uh, your family got, coming for Thanksgiving? We haven't talked about this. Yes, we will have, we will be eating Thanksgiving dinner um, different from the last year. Last year, if you remember, you doing was... Bojangles? No. <laughs> what was it? It wasn't Bojangles. What Cracker was it? Barrel. Cracker Barrel. That's right. Cracker Barrel. I think we did Cracker Barrel two years in a row, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. I think you did. Um, this this year, we will be dining at Trails End on What? You guys must have got in early for that. Uh, yeah. Actually, I didn't have... No, I had nothing to do with the booking process there. A member of my family did that. Okay. Cool. And, um, so her- yeah, we're excited about that. It's going to be a very busy, like, s- nine days being kicked off by Thanksgiving. Because yeah. it's Thanksgiving Day, then my family's in town, so I'm going to the park Saturday, Sunday. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday is Ohana, followed by oh um, Magic Kingdom. Then I'm back to work Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday is the Christmas party. And you might be saying, well, hey, Greg, I thought you said you are going to the Christmas party in November. And, yeah, it was supposed to be November 10th. And then insert... Tropical Storm Nicole, mm-hmm. of all names. Yeah, and, I uh, so was we, the last one. Yeah, we decided to postpone our Christmas party by calling and changing and paying a higher price to change <gasps> our tickets. But um, it's wow. even even if the eye of this storm doesn't, if you look mm-hmm. at the spaghetti model, all the noodles are pointing this yeah. uh, storm our way. But um, even if it's just raining, I don't want to go. I've been to yeah. the Christmas party in the rain before. Yeah. It's not fun. Better be safe than sorry. Um, yeah, and if the wind is what they say it might be, they're not going to be doing the fireworks. Likely, they probably will have the rainy day. Well, they'll have the rainy day version of the parade, which is not not mm-hmm. the same thing, right? And I'm paying. I'm paying for this. So I want to wait. I so, are you working thing, on so. Thanksgiving, or will you be off? No, I do have off on Thanksgiving, and then wow. Fridays and Saturdays are my regular right. days off anyway. So immediately following, you. we're doing lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, speaking of lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are with another Disney Potpourri episode. Oh, it where... stinks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it smells great. I want to eat it. Disney Potpourri. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about my Run Disney event mm-hmm. this past weekend, uh, Fantasmic. And yes, a piece of it will include a spoiler, but I will warn you ahead of time before I spoil. So I'm, you know me, I'm very anti-spoilers about things. And I like to extend that. So I will tell mm-hmm. you when a spoiler is coming. Um, I want to talk about our Fort Wilderness time because it's a true Halloween bonanza. Yeah. And um, I realized I have a new favorite snack. Now, when I say new favorite snack, I don't mean more than the peanut butter pie. I have a new favorite. I have a new favorite line of snacks, I guess is what I'm saying. But does this snack include peanut butter somewhere? It can, but I haven't had a version of it that includes peanut butter. So more on that in a moment. really good then. Let's start with um, maybe the most recent, which was uh, this past weekend, was the Wine and Dine Run Disney event. There was the 5K, the 10K, and the Half Marathon. Um, Shout out to those of you um, who were there. Um, I know Brandy uh, ran her 5K, and I was excited to see her do that. We've been chatting about running for the past couple of months. Mm -hmm. And shout out to Katie, who I got to meet in Hollywood Studios, who I know was there for... uh, for the weekend, overachiever Katie, who was running multiple races over the weekend. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I mean, I've, I've this is my second run Disney event, and um, as I probably said the very first time I did it earlier this year in April, it's it's a bit surreal for parts of it. I mean, you know, you get up so early, right? Like my alarm went off at three a.m., um, got to Epcot at about three forty-five, and then for the next like hour and a half, you're just basically waiting for the race to start. Um, 
But it's all made good when we have someone sing the national anthem. And I want to play a little clip of that one because I thought I thought this person did a really great job. Um, and you get to hear the crowd get all riled up about it. But um, there's a second layer to this piece of audio. And I want to see if you can hear it. And then I'll play a okay. little bit of it after to tell you what's going on. Um, so this was leading up to the very first chorale being able to start the 10K on Saturday morning in the Epcot parking lot. I was really hoping for that key change, you know, that key change. <laughs> when they do this, this little tag. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of, um, I can never not think of Maya Rudolph in SNL. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't. Okay, um, are you going to ask me what the sound is? Because I can well, tell you What do you, you think right. that sound is? Yeah. It's somebody else standing near you that's singing as well. Yes. So I'm not judging this person because I think you should be free to sing whenever mm-hmm. you want to sing, right? Especially in a, in a moment like that where someone's singing into a microphone. But... There was, as best I can tell, only one, one person, person in the, yeah, <laughs> singing along, and he was a couple of people away from me, and I'm sure he's a very nice person. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about him, and I wasn't recording it to get him. I yeah. just wanted to like re- remember that moment because it's a it's a cool thing she can, like, kind to of get pumped up for the race as they sing. The, like, yes, and then I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna sing this whole time, and he went for it. The whole like the whole like however long that song is two minutes. You could just hear him, and he didn't care. Like he didn't lower his voice; he just went for it. So more power no to him. No shame. Um, if you didn't hear it, feel free to rewind for a second mm-hmm. um, and and listen and go back and listen because you'll you gotta like listen. I know it's a, it's especially um, easy to hear if you have headphones, right? Yeah. If you're in the car right now, maybe it doesn't quite come out as well. But headphones, it sounds like he's singing in your ear. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that, everybody. <laughs> um, and it just was cool. So we start in the Epcot parking lot. We run through the auto plaza, right? So where you'd be driving in with your car to either pay or not pay for parking, um, which was just like, it's a cool thing. You actually have to like jump over the speed bump there, which is like an interesting concept. Um, someone did trip, which is unfortunate, but what are you going to do? <laughs> um, and uh, we we wound up running down World Drive. And as I'm running, I'm like, this is, this is my commute. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I get home from my job, yeah. which is like... All of that is surreal. One, that's still surreal that I work for Disney. But two, um, that I was running on on like a major Disney road, and that's like what I'm normally driving every single day. So that was cool. Um, we did have a an actual blip in Hollywood Studios. I mean, we come into the park backstage by Tower of Terror. So there's a, there's a backstage entrance there between like the Tower of Terror, the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy okay. thing. So that's where we entered. Hollywood Studios, and then we just run down Sunset, make a quick left, and then another left, and then we're out of the park. We're like, we got like the corner of the park. It's kind of strange. Interesting. And then um, we ran over to the boardwalk area, and then we came in in the International Gateway area of Epcot and ran also kind of a small portion. Um, I'm trying not to complain about it, but I felt like I was barely in either of the two parks, and most of the the 6.34 miles, whatever it is was was on regular roadways um and part of it was we were running on like the um like the on and off ramps so like i don't know if you've ever driven on them recently but they're they're more narrow roads and they're on an incline right. and on like a like a slant yeah. so like running sideways for a little Weird. bit of it but what are you gonna I do i hate that yeah it wasn't you know it was what it is but maybe the best part about these run disney events are the photos that they capture of you so um, I'm going to post a nice one. Okay. Probably by the time you hear this episode, I will have posted the nice one of me and Goofy. And then after this is released, I'll post some to our story <laughs> of just, <laughs> I look like I'm crying in one of them. I don't know what was happening. Uh, it's not, they're just not flattering yeah. photos. At least I mean, not for me. Some people take really nice photos. They just yeah. haven't gotten really, really gotten one of me. I feel like it would be hard in that position to like try to get a good photo of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know where they are, right? Yeah. Because they have lights up and you can see them. They're always like, they're sitting down, they have their big like telescope lens or whatever the thing is called, telephoto lens. And um, like you can tell, like they're always yeah. under like a little uh, pop-up tent just in case there's moisture. So you know, like you kind of come around the turn and you see people start to pose. So like you, you, you know they're coming. Yeah. 
and I try to smile and the photos where I'm trying to <laughs> smile, I look the worst. In. I feel like at this point you should just make it a game to see how bad you can look in those photos. That's what I would do. I would be like, I'm going to make the worst faces and see like how gross, how gross I can look in these photos. I think I was subconsciously playing that game <laughs> because it's not great. Um, like I'm gonna close my eyes the whole time. I'm gonna make a face. I'm gonna make sure oh my like gosh. shirt's really tight so I look fat. Like all the <laughs> yes. things. See the boobies jiggling as I run. <laughs> exactly the usual. Um, but anyway, it's a you know the Run Disney experience is is unique. It's a unique way to run. If you're into that, you don't have to run. You can walk. You know, I'm not saying that everyone um, has to run all the time. But anyway, if you're if you're remotely interested, I would say it's worth it to experience it at least once, even if it's the the yeah. smaller of the races, the 5K. Anyway. Something else that I did that I want to talk about is the cast preview that we got for Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. I think that there's something unique and special about seeing anything, any production with an audience that's made up of primarily cast members. So like we Uber had Disney one, fans, really. Well, yeah, like we had one um, a uh, a Frozen Two staycation in November of 2019, where we saw Frozen Two in a theater full of cast members, mm-hmm. which was nice. It was so cast and guest, um, but mostly like it's cast members and family basically. Right. And like, I have never been since then or before then in a movie theater with people who were so engaged. Right. Cause like we, we were in it. Right. Yeah. So the same thing with this group of um, cast members in the audience for the cast member preview of Fantasmic, like, you know, it was going to be an electric night. So they did two nights. The first night were just cast that are status at Hollywood studios. And the second night was for general cast members of okay. Walt Disney World. The vice president of Disney's Hollywood Studios, Jackie Swisher, came out to introduce Fantasmic's return, and it sounded like this. Did you know that almost exactly 24 years ago, we first embarked on a journey through Mickey Mouse's imagination? And since then, Fantasmic has become a beloved fan favorite for cast and guests alike. We have been so excited to share this reopening with all of you because we know how special this show is for us at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But it's more than us. This marks a major milestone in returning this amazing nighttime spectacular for all of Walt Disney World Resort. And we also know, we also know No show could go on without our amazing cast members who bring it to life. We call that a cheap pop. Mm -hmm. I got goosebumps. I don't know why. I'm like, so excited. Oh my gosh. I wish you were there because it was like goosebumps every 10 seconds. So after the, I keep going to say vice principal. If you're wondering why I'm I'm saying it slowly. Yes. After the vice president Mm -hmm. and one other speaker wrapped up, um, it finally happened and you let me know um if you think the crowd was excited welcome to magical imagery for all to enjoy See if you can tell when Mickey pops up. You're not conducting a fake orchestra right. while you're listening so to that. Good. Check yourself for a pulse. Oh, that would have been oh really fun gosh. to see with like that crowd. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. I think, People were getting excited. But I think at, I didn't realize that everything. they like updated it. You know what I mean? I honestly, well, they said like Disney did come out and say they were going to up to make a few um, like updates, updates to some show scenes. Okay, but they didn't, you know, as they shouldn't, didn't say specifically. So this is where the spoiler comes in. Okay. If you don't want to know, you may already know because like TikTok and Instagram kind of ruins yeah. everything in that way. But if you have been avoiding, then feel free to skip skip ahead probably two minutes or so, two to three minutes. If you hear us talking about Fort Wilderness, you know you we've uh, gone past the spoilers of this because mm-hmm. that's our next topic. So 
Um, okay, now time for a spoiler. So um, they did add a few segments, and I won't say all of them, but they did add a Frozen segment, and more specifically, it's Frozen 2, which Ooh. I think is cool, because as you know, there's already the Frozen sing-along in Hollywood studios that's Frozen 1 themed, right. Frozen Ever After is Frozen 1 themed, the Frozen stuff that's in um, some of the fireworks shows along the years has always been Let It Go. Um, so here's a little bit of the some- uh, Frozen ah! segment. Well, here we go. And there's a... there's a um... Oh, yeah. So here's when okay. uh, we've realized that it's a Frozen okay. segment of Fantasmic. Did you hear like that person saying, yeah. no, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like, they couldn't handle it. It was too much to take in. Probably the and same the person last... in that first clip that was like, that's all we need is when they were like, welcome yeah. to the yeah. day. She was like, that's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, one last clip for you all. Okay. So um, in this Frozen segment, there is a, a point during which Elsa has a quick costume change. I think she goes from like a Frozen 1 to the Frozen 2, like kind of all white, yeah. you know, that like kind of thing. So um, let's see if you can tell at which point in this sound clip when the costume change happens. People were I mean, if you have it. no context, it's like, show yourself. And then everyone's screaming. It's like, she could have just ripped yeah. her dress off. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know this was Disney. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's a, it's just awesome. And again, you know, that was a spoiler and no more spoilers, but there's a couple of segments. Um, but that was the ones that, those were the ones that had like I think the loudest crowd Yeah. Reaction. I did see our buddy Evan posting about the segments that he worked yeah. on for animation. Yes. Um, so it was kind of cool for him, like... Honestly, just knowing because he's been really sick, like he had posted about how he's just been so sick and stuff, Um, but he got to go see it all. And so it was cool, I think, to like see him being like, oh, I'm so proud I got to work on this part and I got to work on this part. And that just has to be like super cool to go to that stuff and be like, bring your family. Yeah. And be like, I did that and I did that and I did this. So cool. Um, I would like to sum up my time at Fantasmic to say this. We did not like Fantasmic when, uh, like, as a, I think I, I wasn't quite a kid. I was a teenager. Um, and we gave it another try, maybe, like, the next trip we went. I just I just didn't get it. But I've always liked the music. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, let me at least try to get to the cast member preview because I'm sure that the lines to get in opening week and thereafter are going to be long. And, like, you know, it, it's sometimes a hassle. Um especially if it's like a work night, right? Yeah. So like, I just figured this would be like a guaranteed way to see it with like a reasonable crowd. Right. And um, it rained um, yeah. in the middle of um, of the show when we were there. So I forget what character we're singing. Um, it was the Evil Queen. The Evil Queen did her transformation. That's not a spoiler. That's in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's singing or whatever, speaking, the lights go out. And the, the announcer, the announcement comes on saying, um, due to unforeseen circumstances, this presentation of Fantasmic has been delayed. Oh. And then they said it again. And then five minutes later was this presentation or um, tonight's whatever. Well, tonight's Fantasmic show will not be presented. <gasps> and we found out it's because there was a big, like a big storm coming. Mm. So we only saw, I would say maybe 75 to 80% of the new version of what? this show. And I'm here to tell you that even if that only 75 to 80% of the show was it. I am a new fan mm, of Fantasmic. Yeah. They they hooked another one. I can't believe that. That um, was like their cast member preview. But I guess you said that was night two. It was night two, yeah. yeah and of course, the next sad. night when it opened up to the public was yeah. like the most perfect weather. I mean, it is what yeah. it is. Everyone should be able to see it. Uh, I feel great. I am lucky to have seen even yeah. a part of that because I just being there with cast members, as you heard, was just right. totally different. Although I'm sure people were cheering, you know, but it's a little bit more meaningful, I think, when you're like people are there working and mm-hmm. they probably know people on the show and stuff like it's such yeah. it's such a cool experience. 
Um, so we didn't get to see the big finale or anything, or even how it ends this time around. We didn't get to see the dragon. Sad day. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, but there were still some, the, the updates they added, we really liked and, um, we're excited to go back and see the whole thing. So cool. it officially gets the, the Greg stamp of approval, uh, of Fantasmic. So. All right, um, moving on to Fort Wilderness yeah, because we experienced the the Halloween bonanza. You were a part if of you it. Will. Yeah, well, I mean, we did decorate our mm-hmm. pargo a little bit, our golf cart. I would say it paled in comparison to some more elaborate parade floats. By the way, and I'm not even going to talk about it here because it's really a visual thing, but if you haven't seen the the Halloween parade, like the golf cart parade videos, just see if you can search that on Instagram or TikTok or something. There, what? There was Some a whole insane. Main Street electrical parade made out of Stop golf carts. Stop like, it! Stop. And again, it. these are guests, right? right? Guests make these. This is not like Disney. Right. They're like attaching batteries to their like stuff yes. so that they can charge all the lights and stuff. Like everything can be. It's so it's so wild. So um, we went uh, you know last week of October, leading up to Halloween. And that's a great time of year. Christmas, Halloween, probably the best times because just guests go all out with mm. their decorations. So just like always, we're we're looping, which means we're going around in our car at this point, mm. um, the different campsite loops just to see like what everyone was like up to, right? You want to see the decorations mm-hmm. and stuff. So we're at this one part and we get stopped by a trailer where like, uh, not like a tractor trailer, but like like a small like U-Haul style thing, right? Okay. Um, one that can be hitched onto a truck. Yeah. That's what it was. So um, they... They let the back open and they carry out this gigantic, it looked like a, like a, almost like a big pallet, like a big wood something. I couldn't okay. tell what it was. If I had to guess, I would say maybe like 10 feet by 15 feet, oh maybe gosh. longer than that, maybe longer than that. Um, just we're like, what the heck? So we're like, okay, we're like, now we're like, you know, it's like five minutes have gone by and eventually they, they get it off to the side and we can't see what it is. They like have it turned, not facing us. So we go back later, turns out. It was a gigantic blockbuster sign. Oh yeah, like the one I did. Sh- yes. I did show a video of it, yes. but it was like what you would find at the end of like a long pole on the side of the road. Yes. You know, talking about like to advertise yeah. like this is like you could see it from the highway size. A legit blockbuster um, sign. Yeah, so they had a gigantic blockbuster sign. They had a check-in desk, like a blockbuster, like where you would go to check out your video. So good. And they had a bunch of the white wire racks yeah. lined up under this big tent, and that was their Halloween display. Was recreating I feel like they did a blockbuster. It last year, though, didn't they? I don't I remember. We didn't stay there for Halloween, okay, so it's I possible. I remember someone posting it at least. I want to say John oh and them gosh. posted it last year. Probably. But I don't remember yeah, the John sign last year. I just remember the setup, like the tent setup and stuff. Wild. Listen, I overheard them. Yeah. There's a new show on um, Netflix, I think, um, and it's like called Blockbuster. It's about the last Blockbuster. Like, Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I started watching it. It's not great so far, but I was like, I'm going to give it okay. a try. Um, but yeah, I just love the whole. Okay like that whole concept of it. And I'm pretty sure like, if you don't know the South Park episodes about Blockbuster, you need to go watch them. Cause those are like, okay. they were Halloween episodes. So that's probably where they were getting some of that idea because the whole mm. idea was that like Blockbuster is super scary because nobody goes there anymore. And uh, anyway, you need to watch those episodes. Okay. Um, okay. If you can, if you can find them, but anyway, that was the, the Blockbuster next. Like, I mean, there's like a long list of things, yeah. right? But um, the next one of note was someone set up, and I didn't really get a good video of it because they weren't done by the time we left, but scenes from the Haunted Mansion attraction. So they had like five or six tents, and each tent was a different like scene or a room from the attraction. I mean, yeah. they had the seance room. They had the crystal ball in the middle. They had like the instruments floating. Um, nice. I mean, like they had like the, the hallway in the front. Like, you know what I mean? Like every like little like, if you pick out like maybe the five icon, oh, they had the ballroom, like. I, I don't know. They had two two uh, campsites, you could tell, because they had to spread it out. Um, they had the big Momenti Mori. Mm-hmm. Momenti Mori? Memento Mori? Memento Mori. Memento Mori. Like, <laughs> storefront. There was a bakery near where I grew up called Momenti, Dolce Memento. Momenti. That's what I'm always thinking Dolce of. Dolce Momenti. Um, Memento Mori uh, sign up. Mm-hmm. They had the guy holding, like, the lantern with the dog. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, I, I don't the understand. Caretaker. We were, like, the whole time we're like, well, yeah, yeah, thank you. We're like, where do these people keep these things? Seriously. Like, uh, they have to have a whole trailer of but stuff also, just to get like down here. But also, they're like paying for, like, they're paying nightly for these spots. Some of them have, like, yes. an extra spot just for their Halloween yeah, decor. And I'm like, stuff. you're paying for the spot next to you, too. Um, Hopefully, you all saw. It's still on our on our Instagram, by the way, at that park. At that park. <laughs> at, at that park podcast. Um, I had posted a reel of... Uh, mm-hmm. 
of, of some of the stuff if you want to see it. It's still out there. And um, I hope that you all have seen. If not, please go check it out. The Stormtroopers in their little outfits. Uh, when I say outfits. expensive, too. Those Stormtroopers? Yes. Expensive. I, I, three or four dozen. I don't know how many. Yeah. Would you, I don't even know how to quantify. But the, the thing about it is I think that would be creepy regardless. But most of them were wearing clothes. So when I say outfits, I don't mean like Star Wars costumes. Yeah. I think someone went shopping in the kids section at Kohl's. Yeah. And that's, they all had like Disney Halloween, like kids, you know, like I, one was yeah. wearing a size five t-shirt, right? Like, you right. know, these were little kids shirts. Right. And cause they were all different size stormtroopers. They're like the three like, foot stormtroopers, not like life size, but. There were, there were a couple life size, like the mommies and daddies in the back. Oh my gosh. And then the kids store, oh my gosh, I, it was, it's too much for me. It was, I, I saw it every, like every time we were in our golf cart, we would take like, I would take a swing by there. So like three mm-hmm. or four times a day for the couple of days I was there, I was swinging by cause I was so freaked out, but I couldn't <laughs> stop looking at it. Um, there was this one display called the brutal moments in Disney history oh gosh. where there was the sign and there was maybe like, I don't know, 15, 20 different scenes from movies that they considered to be brutal moments in Disney movie history. One of which was like when uh, like an icicle impaled Olaf or like the scene when Anna and Elsa's parents have died at sea. Um, maybe the more iconic one was the scene of Scar pushing mm. Mufasa off mm. into, you know, his death. Wait, he pushed him? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, all of those all those things, right, which was just really funny. And that, that same um, campsite had a weddings one, maybe to balance out the dark, <laughs> the morbid. Um, all these different, like all the wedding scenes from all these Disney animated movies and some other like more mm. fringe Disney movies, which is like, it was, and it was like nice, like strung really nicely on like this nice string and stuff. So like there was a Jurassic Park one where they had the Jurassic Park Jeep. They had Love a it. Velociraptor cage. They had these nice, like slick um, kind of concealed screens where they were projecting dinosaurs walking around. So it kind of mm. looked like there were dinosaurs walking around cool. in like their, in like the forest, if you will, the jungle, I guess, or whatever. Mm. Um, someone built a Fort Wilderness Railroad. You may remember there used to be yeah. a railroad that would transport guests from Fort Wilderness to the park to Magic Kingdom. And we talked about that in our Fort Wilderness Resort Rundown. And um, they did it complete with like the like the station. They had skeletons in like the station where you'd go to like buy your ticket. A skeleton being the train conductor. They had a nice plaque thinking cast members with like a skeleton with a name tag and like all these things. It was like, where do these people Did even Did you see come those from? nine foot um, skeletons that like were really popular this year? Yeah. We have someone on our so block who does popular this it. year. Those things are yes. nuts looking. Um, unrelated to Halloween, and this is uh, how I'm going to wrap up this little Fort Wilderness blip, other than just to tell you, you got to get, if you can get there, try to get there. It's literally like um, its own attraction. Like I told my friends, I'm like, if you're going at Halloween yes. time or Christmas time, you've got to go to Fort Wilderness and just drive around. Like, just go yes. there for a couple hours and drive around. If you have your own vehicle with you and you decide to get a, a meal over at Trails End, which you might want to do, because as far as breakfast buffets go, that might be the best bang for your buck for a breakfast buffet. Mm-hmm. The best bang for your buck for a breakfast buffet. How many bees can you get in there? Get it. Um, eat that breakfast. And even though it's the middle of the day, still just take take your car mm-hmm. and drive around because you don't need, the, need to be there at night to see the Halloween yeah. decorations. So, you know, think October for Halloween and um, middle of November to all of December for Christmas yeah. decorations. Yeah. There are three things we love, the holidays, our dogs, and the classic peanut butter pie at the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. But we're only gonna talk about two of those right now. The holidays are around the corner and we've got a great gift idea for you. Our partners at Pet Creations Art will hand draw your pet as a cartoon on a few items. And when we say cartoon, we mean Disney style cartoon people. And they'll draw it on a canvas, a mug, or a fleece blanket, whatever you want. You just upload your photos to Pet Creations Art and they'll work their magic. All artwork is hand-drawn by two sisters, Sally and Sophia. Obviously, I'm partial to the name Sophia because of my (laughs) favorite golden girl. They'll send you a preview within three to four days. Then once you approve their work, they'll ship out your order. And shipping is free to anywhere in the U.S. And Pet Creations Art offers a love your art guarantee or your money back. And we have an exclusive offer for you. You can save 20% with our code, ThatParkLife. Or you can click the link in this episode's notes. It'll take you directly to the website and automatically add in the discount code. You're one click away from having your fur baby drawn as a Disney cartoon. Okay, so we do have some Ask Beth and Greg's Beth and Greg questions we want to answer. But before that, I do, um, I did tease it and I do want to talk mm-hmm. about my new favorite line of snacks. Let's, do you have a guess as what it is? Let's hear it. Because if you, if you skim the notes, I'm wondering if you're able to deduce what it is. Mm. No. So no. I realized, I discovered, 
I have a rekindled and very deep love for caramel oh, apples. Oh, yeah. I so, did see that picture you posted and was like, oh, I have been Greg. eating a couple of them lately, you may That's notice, so all by God. myself, all know, in one sitting. Now you know why I get one every time we come. Oof. But they don't I, the make my like, favorite one anymore. And it was... Um, which is what? It was... Uh, dipped in white it's a white chocolate so it's caramel white chocolate and then it has like the either the peanut butter cups on the bottom or the nuts on the bottom and i haven't Ooh, found okay. them in years so, so um this them, all started a couple of months ago at disney springs where they have just a couple of d- different options but one of which one of the specialty options at disney springs in i want to say september maybe was um a churro candy apple candy apple caramel apple whatever mm-hmm. probably candy apple because there's more than just caramel on it um and it came with um, some high praise. I was like, I'll try this churro mm-hmm. candy apple. How bad can it be? And since it's at, we had gotten it at the Candy Cauldron in Disney Springs. So because it's like a, a, a merchandise location, your annual pass holder or your um, Disney Vacation Club, or if you're a cast member, all those discounts apply at that location. So it's a good, it's a good place to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got it and it was delicious. Mm. And it's seasonal. It's not there all year round. It's just there for that month. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I kind of like, I kind of like, really liked it. Um, it was a white chocolate and then like churro dusting on it. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Sounds amazing. So then after that, I tried the 50th celebration candy apple from the confectionery. So it was white chocolate, obviously the caramel. And then um, the bottom half of it had M&M's, mm-hmm. like the pastel color M&M's, kind of like that iridescent-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then this weekend, since now it's holiday season, um, I got the red ornament candy apple. I'd gotten it from, um, I think we got it up in BVG. At the Contemporary. Yeah, that's where we got it, the okay. gift the, the gift shop there on the fourth floor. And um, it's got like those crystal-type sprinkles, like the sugar crystal sprinkles you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, um, Red, and there's a blue one, but what they had there was red, and it had like a dusted gold, like the part where you would hook the ornament, like if it was a real yes, ornament, the part yes. where you'd put the hook like that, and then it had the fondant uh, snowflakes on it. And just another home run. Just so, ate the mm-hmm. whole thing in like 15 minutes. Um, just so, and it's healthy, right? It's a freaking apple. It's an apple. <laughs> so good, though so good it was so so, layer so good of caramel in the chocolate yes mm-hmm. so now that i have discovered this love mm-hmm. rekindled this love because i know i liked them in the past but it's just been so long um i am now open to suggestions so please feel free to dm our instagram account if you have any candy apple um candy apples you recommend at disney yeah. i think i'm pretty sure it's still at um at goofy's i think you can still customize your own candy apple really um I'm pretty sure you could at least do it for Rice Krispie treats and stuff. So if you can, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, if so, let me find out. Homeboy's for me. about to yeah. Homeboy's about to get it done over there at Goofy's Candy Store. Seriously, I'm all Gotta about make the, that happen. I didn't get mm. one. I think I, I didn't get one the last time we were there, and I was like, oh, sad day. But yeah. I'm gonna start Oof. getting them again. I mean, even as long as it's white chocolate, I think that I'll be fine with whatever's on the bottom. Yes. But Whew, anyway, so good. All right. All right. Are we ready? Yes. We're ready for our Ask Beth and Greg. It's funny because I always say Ask Greg and Beth. I feel like oh, that's always what... I think it's a, I think it's officially Beth and Greg. Okay, cool. I mean, it should usually be, if there's I'm an opportunity. Saying. Usually, if this if it includes both of our names, I often put your name first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm gonna let you take this first one because okay. I don't know nothing about this, and uh, okay. so I was like, well, that's a question for Greg. Okay. So the question came from Rachel. And the question is, is Blizzard Beach worth it? We have six and nine-year-old boys. Is it fun for adults? So a multi-layer question. Mm-hmm. Is it fun in general? What about for six and a nine-year-old boys? Um, and will adults like it? So the quick answer is most likely. I, th- I think you're going to enjoy it in general. The theming is fun. It's a tropical ski getaway, something you didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. The original storyline was that it was Florida's original ski resort, but of course, it melted due to you know mm. the heat, which is why there is a chairlift to the top of one of the attractions to Summit Plummet, and that in and of itself is a fun thing to do. Yeah. Like, how often are you in a chairlift in a not real ski environment? Right. So, again, I wouldn't say go to Blizzard Beach for the ski lift, but like it's one really mm. specific thing that I think is fun. Um, there's a lot to do for kids. The kids area looks awesome. I will say it's really intended for kids younger than the six to nine, but just in general for everybody. This is the part that recently got the Frozen touches added to it, the little snow snowgies, whatever they're called, little snow people from Frozen. But there's a part where you get to walk across like little bits of glacier while you're holding onto a net. Like it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. Um, I will say that only three attractions in the park have a height requirement. So your six and your nine-year-old Rachel should be good to go probably on most things, if not all things. 
Um, all the, the other attractions are meant to be enjoyed by everyone in the family. Obviously not infants, right? But like generally speaking, um, you should be able to go on it. One of the rides that does have a height requirement is Summit Plummet, which is 120 feet tall. That's like the big body slide where yeah. I think you hit a speed depending on the dimensions of your body and volume and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you are around 60 to 65 miles per hour at the fastest part of the slide up to that speed anyway. So that's that's a thrill ride, maybe mm-hmm. for the adults or for your more adventurous kids, as long as they meet the height requirement. Just like Typhoon Lagoon, if you've ever been there, and I know we did a whole episode on Typhoon Lagoon not that long ago. Um, there's a wave pool here. There's a lazy river here. I would say those two things are the stars of the park. The river is about a 25-minute float time, you know, depending on how lazy you're being. The wave pool is a great, you know, all-family event because you can go in as deep as you want or stay as shallow as you want, right? The kids can kind of play where the waves, like, barely hit you. You can go knee-deep, waist-deep, or, like, you know, where you can barely even um, handle a wave as it comes in. Mm -hmm. Um, The park, Blizzard Beach, happens to hold one of the world's longest family raft rides. You know, there's, like, those big round Mm -hmm. tubes where the whole family gets in. Um, Blizzard Beach has one. It's called the team boat springs and it is for any height so there's no height no height requirement here and it is one of the the world's longest versions of this ride you have some fun food options just like typhoon um blizzard beach also has those mini donuts as long as there's they're the same as as typhoon i haven't been to blizzard beach in a little bit of time but did go to typhoon a couple times this past year the donuts are good they're made fresh right there they have some fun dipping sauces like chocolate or raspberry and stuff they have a lot of themed alcoholic options for adults. Mm. Most of them are, are frozen margs, but still I want that a bar. lot of a lot of ice cream options too. So um, overall, I would say yes. I would say go for it. It's a totally different experience than the park. Um, I grew up in a place where we had a like a good um, water park, like top five of the country. At least that's what they always told us. Um, so you know, as a kid, we didn't really do the the water parks too much, and I didn't really find. Um, what I really like about them until, you know, some time had passed, mm. always going to that water park back home. So um, I would say two thumbs up for Blizzard Beach. I would love to do one of the glow nights that they do in the summertime. I feel like that would be a fun event. To yeah, go the to. H2O glow nights. Yeah. I got to check that out once. Yeah, yes. For sure. Okay. Well, I don't have anything to add to that one, but okay. we're going to move to the next one. And it is, yes. uh, I guess we don't know who sent this to us. It's anonymous. He has a lot of good quotes. Um, <laughs> This one says, a 40th birthday trip in July 2023, recommendations for something special to do, kids or no kids, and grandma is going. So, I'm going to throw out some things here. Uh, The first thing that came to mind for me was hoop-de-doo review. So, some of these are going to be things that you're going to have to pay for. So, if you want to splurge a little bit, hoop-de-doo review is fun for everyone. Uh, We had so much fun with Doug's family when we went. I think that's going to be, I think we all decided, like, that's going to be on our must-do every time we go. So that's something I think that's fun for everyone. So you can do that with your kids. Um, another thing that I think would be fun is to do Sans Kids. Sans Kids, it's um, go to Trader Sam's. If you can get away, have a little date night, go to Trader Sam's, have some fun drinks, um, order some fun things and see all the things that happen when you order certain drinks in there. I just think that's like a cool thing to do with just the two of you. Um, and then something else that I thought of was... I thought it because, you know, like when you take your kids to Disney World and it's like they have mm-hmm. to have a souvenir. Well, yeah. I think it would be fun to take your kids to the world of Disney and have them each pick out something for you. So, like, oh, give them okay. a price range. Say, like, OK, it needs to be like between 20 and 30 dollars or whatever you want to do and let them pick something out for you in World of Disney. Because it's a huge store. You can take your time looking around and I think it would be cool to see what your kids pick out for you. So okay. I thought that would be fun. Um, I have a few more things here. I thought, uh, okay. I said, don't forget to wear your birthday button. Like make mm. sure it says it's your 40th birthday. If you want to like pimp your kids out with it too, they can say I'm celebrating my parents 40th just so mm-hmm. that everybody knows you're there for your 40th birthday. Um, another thing that I thought would be fun to do maybe a different night is to get bread pudding to go from the Polynesian. So I think you can get it to go oh. from, uh, from the bar there at, why is Tambu it Lounge, I want to say. Tambu Lounge, or you can go next door, I think, and get it too. Um, but I would get it to go and then go watch Happily Ever After from the Polynesian. Happily Ever After? Yeah. Eventually, one day. Oh, that's right. There'll be a 20... Yeah, I didn't yeah, say when, but we assume by July 2023. Hopefully okay, by July. Sorry, I take, I take it back. I take it yeah, back. I put in Enchantment and then I was like, no. I was like... I was like, no, it's Happily Ever After. 
Um, so also lucky you if it is back by then, which I really hope it is. Like happy 40th yeah. to you. Um, so I thought that would be cool too as another like date night thing to do. Or you can guys do that as a family. Like get a couple of them and yeah. like go out there and eat that. Um, and then the other thing that I think I would like to do just because it would be happily ever after is to splurge and do the dessert party one night. Ooh, so you have like okay. desserts and then a private viewing. So, um, okay. yeah, I just thought those would be some, some fun things to do for like your 40. Yeah. How about you? What do you got? I, I can't believe I didn't think of hoopty. I don't know what I was thinking. I did a whole thing on yeah. whole segment on Fort wilderness. Fort wilderness is my life. You yeah. know, right now I have three open reservations to Fort wilderness over the next year. Love it. So like, I don't know how I did not think of hoopty do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of, um, I have like a higher budget and a lower budget option here. And some yeah. some of this is with or without kids. But on the higher budget end, and by the way, I think everyone knows you're probably going to be spending some type mm-hmm. of money, even on a low budget, yeah. right? So it's um, this is a higher, I mean, it's a higher budget. <laughs> yeah. You're on vacation. So um, on, a, on the higher budget end, this one can include the kids for part of the day. So I would say spend the day in a park. I mean, personally, I would be in Magic Kingdom, but that's just my thing. Pick the park that you like the most. It's your birthday. Um, just like you said, Beth, make sure you're wearing the birthday pin. Mm-hmm. Let let that be a part of the experience. And that's the free part, right? Mm-hmm. So you might as well do it up. Let the cast members wish you happy birthday throughout the day. But eat lightly because I would recommend you sneak away to the contemporary for a dinner up top at California Grill. Mm-hmm. This is why it's higher budget. It is a higher priced meal, but it's an experience. And while your kids are in the park watching fireworks with grandma, maybe this is a great date night opportunity um for you to uh with you're done with your fancy food relax and unwind up there maybe have a beverage mm-hmm. um you can pop outside to the observation deck and get a really cool unique and kind of beautiful view of the fireworks there i think that's just a a more memorable way to do it i think the fireworks can be memorable really anywhere you watch it but there's something special about being up there mm-hmm. and and seeing them from that of course they're popping music up there <laughs> Anyways. Um, or, and this is still slightly higher budget, uh, not slightly, it is still higher budget, mm-hmm. but just as an alternate, if you don't want to watch the fireworks without the whole family, which I understand, um, still do your thing, hang out in the parks, but you can do it at Epcot, in the Epcot area, or at Magic Kingdom, do a uh, private fireworks cruise. Yeah. So you and your family, yep. they do provide some light snacks and light beverages, which really just means bottles of water. And you can um, bring your that own stuff. Will- Yes, you can. And that will be a unique experience. That will be a memorable experience for sure. Um, Because you don't normally get to have like a more reserved, quiet, secluded time to watch the fireworks. Mm -hmm. You're often like shoulder to shoulder with people, right? And you get to see the water parade, don't you? Yeah, if you depending on the on the timing there, you might um, even if you don't get to see it while you're on your on the on the boat, you just hang out in the marina area for a while. You'll see the the electrical water parade. If you're in the Magic Kingdom area, they do also do the um, fireworks cruise out of the yacht club, I want to say, mm-hmm. but any anywhere over there in the beach club yacht club area, yeah. you can also do an Epcot one of one of it. Of course, you don't get the electrical water pageant there because it's around the Magic Kingdom Resort area, the Bay Lake Seven Seas Lagoon area. Okay, so a lower budget. I'm still saying go to the park. Maybe that's because like maybe it's because we're that park life. That's that's <laughs> what I was thinking of. Um, spend the day in the park. I would say lower lower budget is spring for Genie Plus and just do all the things mm-hmm. you like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, to maximize your Genie Plus, spend the whole day in the park so you can really yeah. use it. But do the things you want to do and don't have to worry about the wait times. That's really the benefit of it. Um, and in all options, take photos. I would say be silly. Wear a birthday shirt that says loud and proud it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. In addition to the buttons, be silly. Because um, I think the more that you do, the more that will be captured in the photos, which will make it more memorable mm-hmm. and special. Um, you can look back in that. You can look back at that photo and, without doubt, know that was your birthday trip. Yeah, and I think like something we really didn't mention, but like, um, you know, if having a resort day is your thing too, like yeah. there's just so much stuff you can do in all of the resorts. So it de- would depend mm-hmm. on where you're staying too. But, um, I mean. There's just so many things. So many restaurants you could go to, or you could just sit yes. by the pool and do nothing for the day, have some drinks by Ooh. the pool. Basically, it's about what what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Yep. So. Exactly. I thought those were just some good ideas that we would pop out. Um, okay. Right. Next. What do you skip that everyone else says is a must do? I had to think about this one for a little bit, but. I did look at yours to kind of like get an idea. Oh, but I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. My first my first skip is the entire Animal Kingdom Park. <laughs> Sorry. We just never go. I feel bad. I don't think I've been to Animal Kingdom when I'm not working 
Um, like I haven't been there as a guest. Yeah. I don't. I when don't know that I've been there this year. When people tell me it's their favorite park, I'm always like, really? Well, I think that's okay, it's right? Okay, I want but you I'm to just have kind a favorite like, park. Really? I don't know. I just for me, uh, uh, I don't know. I just have different priorities, it, I guess. Some people, it's like because it was so new, like when they were little, that was like their thing, and each to each their own. I just don't think there's yes. as much to do there. So there's a lot of things that we skip at Animal Kingdom. Yes. I'm a little tongue in cheek when I say skip the entire park. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it's a beautiful park. It's just for me, that's like a December, January and February park only because it's so freaking hot. They mm-hmm. do a good job, but during the holiday season, like this, the, um, those puppets that they do, yeah. you know, like the, like that's a cool thing to see the awakenings on the tree. Like those are some unique experiences. It's really cool anyway, to see divine at any time. Yes. Yes. The safari can be a really fun time yeah. if you get it at a good time, you know, if you're there early in the morning or later in the day when the animals are particularly active, but um, I'll stop being shady on uh, Animal Kingdom Park now because it actually is a very beautiful park. I don't want to, to what I'm saying to be misconstrued. Yeah. I just don't find myself going there very often. But anyway, Magic Kingdom, I, I don't normally do. Seven was my train. <laughs> um, I just don't, I just don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I think it's a fun ride. I don't think it's worth more than like a 30 minute wait. Mm-hmm. I totally understand if you're there with kids who like must do it. That's just the nature of Go in there with kids. Um, Epcot, I we usually skip Test Track. I know a lot of people oh, like it. Yeah. I do like it. Definitely I do that. like it, but I'm not going to wait online for yeah. it. Um, in Hollywood Studios, Slinky Dog Dash. It's different mm-hmm. if I'm doing the Lightning Lane business for these things, but I just I wouldn't I wouldn't wait online for that. I would if I had to wait online for Rise of the Resistance, and that line was double Slinky. I would do it. I think it's that good of an attraction. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wait on a long line for Slinky. I just I just I, fun ride. I just I would skip it. Yeah, if I had to. I'm kind of in the same boat, like, because I think Doug and I, we mostly are like, let's just do the must-dos. Like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. little things that we're like, meh. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of things we don't do in Animal Kingdom, but we kind of hit, like, all the major things, and then we leave. Um, okay. Mind Train, it, like, we're kind of the same with Mind Train. If we can't get a Genie Plus or whatever, like, for certain things, we just don't do them, unless the wait is, like, 30 minutes or less. Um, Dumbo, I feel like, is another one that people really love, and we just never do it. I mean, it's, like, mm. it's great for pictures, but... Yeah, and uh, Rise of the Resistance is kind of the same. Like, if it's the line is a certain amount, like we probably wouldn't do it um, unless you know you could definitely get. Are they still doing? Um, no, the virtual board. They don't still do virtual just for, for that. Just for Cosmic Rewind, okay. it's the only one in the. In the yeah, park and park. that one I think we would wait probably a while for Cosmic Rewind because it's super good. Mm. But yeah, okay. I mean, I just I, I don't think there's a ton of like must dos that we probably wouldn't do, but. Okay. A lot of times it just depends on what the wait time is. There's a lot of things that we won't do if it's like over 30 minutes because we're like, eh, gotcha. not worth it. So <laughs> hope that answers your question. Yes, I think that it does. Our next question comes from Christy L. Mm-hmm. Can you rank the Epcot festivals in order from least to most favorite? Okay, I say we go one by one because I'm really interested okay. to see if we like match up. Okay. All right. So your least favorite is? My least favorite is food and wine. Okay, interesting. You've you've got a bunch of uh, enemies now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have enemies. What's yours? Yeah, your least favorite. Um, Festival of the Holidays. Okay. So, um, right. I just I think it's the smallest of all the festivals. It is. At least it feels that way to me. Nothing ever really jumps out as a must do during the festival. I just feel like it's crammed in there between yeah. food and wine and and farts. So. Okay. My next one uh, is Festival of the Holidays. Okay, and I'm I don't food know. And wine, I just so like I can... yeah. Like I just like the um. The, de- the decorations. Christmassy stuff? Yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. Because food um, and wine, I'm like, we're just not big foodies when it comes to that because we're mo- we're wallet motivated. And so we're kind of like, mm. no, we're not eating that because it's $10 for two bites. Like, we're like the curmudgeons <laughs> of the like the food festival. So not really food. Can I tell you, though? So the I think the reason why food and wine was three and not four for me is because of brewing this year because those garlic Parmesan wings, oh. those are those are the where it's at. So yeah, um, I, yeah I have th- third in line here is food and wine. Okay. Because I do think they have some good booths. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still during the hot season. Like when I yeah. I used to yeah. think like food wine, it's fall. But now having lived here, food wine is mostly in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. hot as hell. Mm-hmm. July, August, and September because they started so early now. Um, it's just hot. So yeah. I don't really do it that often. Yep. Um, so that's why it's it's third. I think there's more going for me. There's more going on than the festival of the holidays, but it's not quite as um, yeah. good as the other two. I think our top, all right. What's your I think our top two second are the favorite? Same. Then second favorite is yeah. uh, flower and garden. Oh no, we are differing. <gasps> really? Here. I thought we would be I, the I same. Put, I put festival of the arts as two, um, meaning it's my okay. next to most favorite. Um, it's usually a great weather season. It's colorful. I think the Broadway performances are cool. Yeah, I just um, love all I, the I, topiaries. Okay. 
I think that um, Flower Garden is one because I think Epcot is at its prettiest. I think it's peak Epcot when um, everything is done up for Flower Garden, like the bed of flowers around the little body of water, Mm -hmm. all the topiaries everywhere, the butterfly tent. I just think like that, that's that's it. I know that Epcot was originally supposed to be based on the idea of a fully, you know, um, enclosed like city and stuff. Like that's not, Mm -hmm. we all know that's not what it is anymore. Yeah. I just think it's, I think that's, that's peak Epcot I like, for me. I personally. mean, I guess I would put them kind of at the same level because I like farts mm-hmm. just because I like seeing all the different artsy things that they do. You, like, you also like saying it. I also like saying it, but I just like it's the different like artists that they bring in to do all those different mm-hmm. things. There's like, um, just other activities to do and they still have food and stuff for that. But yes, yeah. Flower and garden and farts are kind of probably, they right are, on the I, same would, level. I, I respect your decision. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's our rankings. Okay. Next one. This one come from comes from the Mouselets. Who are they? Do we know them? Uh, know. The Mouselets. They said one ride you wish Disney would bring back. I listed two. Mr. Toe's Wild Ride for you. No, and that is not really. That is not one of them. That's what uh, Doug would want. Yes, I thought you were going to be speaking on behalf of Doug. But so, okay, what are your two? So the first one I put is the Skyway because oh, okay. because I really think that it would just be super cool to ride that now. Um, I don't yes. know if I ever did it as a child, but now thinking of the concept, okay. I'm like, I just really would love to do that now because I'm older and I would be like, I just want to look at everything from the Skyway. Yeah. So um, that was like my one. And then the other one, honestly, is Body Wars. <laughs> what? <laughs> Body Wars would be so cool now because <laughs> I'd want to show other people like we used to do this as a kid and it's nuts. It's yeah. so crazy. So that's what you think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, One ride I wish Disney would bring back is the making of me over. No, no. Um, (laughs) I also had the Skyway. So we were like-minded there. Um, If you, if you don't know, it used to take guests to and from Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. The Fantasyland station now is the Tangled Bathroom area. And the Tomorrowland station isn't really anything of note. It's just like the end of the building of the bathrooms by Space Mountain. So if you look at Space Mountain, it's right to the right that's where they would come in. I mean, I feel like if I was and, 25 uh, and you asked me this question, it would be way different. But now that I'm just older, I'm like, I don't know. I really wish they had that now. <laughs> I want to relax and see things. Yeah, because we love People Mover. And it's basically just the yes. sky People Mover. Like, Ah, I wish. Yeah. I wish. But that I'd want it to I... be like upgraded where like it talks to you while you're moving through the park. Okay. Like the Skyliner, just Sky Skyway at the yeah. at the thing. So a little bit more of like a tour. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Like um, you'll mover. notice that. Both of us chose attractions in Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, and you had one in Epcot, so we had a little yeah. bit of diversity. But like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring back Maelstrom. Sorry, everybody, no. I wouldn't bring back Horizons. I totally get the nostalgia. Please don't, I don't come for me on that. Primeval Death. I wouldn't bring that De- back. Primeval Hurl. Some people call it. <laughs> yeah. I love all of those attractions. I, I also like some of their replacements. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Mission Space. I'm not saying no. that's the one. I think they, could, I think Mission Space should go, and something else could go there. But anyway. Um, the Skyway is where it's at. Okay. Our last question from Christy. Shout out to Christy. What up, Christy? Um, what's the worst thing you ever ate at Disney? I'll go first. Um, okay. <laughs> Tony's. Don't ever eat at yes, Tony's restaurant. Anything at Tony's. It was okay. the worst dinner ever. And then the only other thing that I could think of um, was when we came last year, maybe? Remember when... Um, it was the same time that Hollywood Studios did the little reindeer, like pretzel tart thing for the holidays. Yes. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they tried to replace the like carrot cake thing that they have at Starbucks with like this holiday one. And it oh, was yes. gross. It was so gross. Mm. Doug had gotten it and we were like, we're, we'll try it out. And like first bite, we were like, this is disgusting. Bleh. So that was pretty bad. But yeah, uh, the Tony's restaurant um, dinner was that really tops okay. the charts. All right. How about you? All right. Um, the first thing that came to mind was this weird turkey sandwich that we had at the Mara. The Mara is the, the quick service location over there at uh, at Jumbo House, you know, mm. the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, I it was so bad we haven't gone back. So they could. This was like five years ago. They could, they probably have updated their menu. I mean, we talked about their menu on our um, resort rundown, but like I I just don't run back. I have gone back for um, like the zebra domes, but I haven't gotten their food. Yeah. I've just gotten like the prepackaged things. And then when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh. An even sadder meal we got at the beach club. So we decided that we were going to the beach to the um to beaches and cream over at the beach club, which although they do have a menu with regular like dinner items, entrees, you know, they're known for their desserts. So we were really going there for dessert, but mm. 
it's kind of this weird thing where we just wanted to eat a little bit before. And you, you may all know, Nicole has a gluten allergy. So what? we stopped at their, at their quick service, which is attached to the merchandise location, mm-hmm. which should have been our first, like, do we want to do this? Where it's really, it's a shop and all of a sudden there's like, oh, like a <laughs> subway here. sandwich window, right? Um, it's like worse than like so, the airport stand. It's pretty, it kind of, it really was. So we got like a, some type of like cold cut sandwich. I don't even know what it was. It might've been turkey or ham. I don't, I truly don't remember, but um, it was a gluten-free version and there's, uh, you know, it was gluten-free bread, which is fine. Like I, I eat it, you know, when I have to. Turns out it was Nicole, also but like, flavor-free. <laughs> but they, it was so set. It was just like two pieces of white bread with like two to three pieces of like meat and one cheese. It was like, like a child made it to bring to their lunch in fourth grade that the, the cast member made two because she felt bad having to charge us like $12 for it. Like you could tell she was like, I'm just yeah. going to make a second one. So we each had like a bad, like just a awful, like, I think it was like ham and cheese. I don't remember if it was ham or turkey, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-mm. A ham and cheese sandwich. And we were like, what, what are we doing? We just paid money for that. Um, and then we went and ate like a big, I had a big, I don't even know what kind of dessert I had. A, I had a peaches and cream. I think it was like a big, the big like chocolate cake with ice cream or something. Oof. Oof. Good, good, mm. good. But, that was good. So it was a well-balanced night. We had awful and uh, and um, great. But we haven't had any real good luck at the beach club. I know we mm, talked about it on that mm-hmm. episode's resort rundown. That's yeah. just like not our not a go-to quick service location for me. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps us up for Ask Greg and Beth. Ask Beth and Greg, however you want to say it. Should we move on to some history? Yes, no news nuggets today. Instead, just some history, some history. brought to you in partnership with the Mouselets. The mouselets. Did you see their... Wait, stop the presses. Did you Go. see their um, Sorcerer Mickey, like fan, Fantasia Mickey uh, hat bag? I think maybe I did come across Relative it. Relatively new. Go check it out. Okay, Back I'm to music. Okay, i Okay. Um, over at com and of course on TikTok and Instagram. Okay, All the what's your history? I'm going back to 2019 because it feels like it was forever ago, but it really wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it was forever ago. But it doesn't feel like it was forever ago. Anyways, this week in 2019, Disney Plus launched at 6 a.m. in the United States, Canada, oh. and the Netherlands. This new on-demand streaming service offered star offers Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, and of course, Disney Pixar content including the new original series, All Under One Roof. It is expected to debut in Europe Europe in late March of 2020, which it did. Anyways, um, yeah, so I can't believe we've already had Disney Plus this long. I can't believe it's been that long. Okay, I'll bring us back to 1993. Mm. And um, at this point, Disney announced plans to build an amusement park called Disney's America with a history theme somewhere west of Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Greg, I haven't heard of that park. Um, whatever happened to it? Well, nothing happened because it just got canceled. It's dead. Oops. <laughs> Oops, we're not building a park where it snows. So, Could you imagine um, if they had that today? Someday. Yeah, I don't I think I don't it probably would have Dis- flopped by now if they actually opened yeah, it. Yeah, with a political climate where everyone oh has s- can only severely imagine. strong opinions. Yeah, yeah like We can barely best. have the Hall of Presidents, let alone a whole park yes. about like our history. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Before we wrap it up today, Greg's got a lovely quote for you guys, I'm sure. Uh, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcast. We appreciate that. Uh, you can follow along with us on Instagram or the TikToks as well uh, at that Park Life Podcast. If you want to leave us a question, you can do so in our Instagram highlights. So those are the questions we answered tonight. It's called Ask Beth and Greg. To follow our personal Instagram accounts, I am at the real Beth McDonald, and I am at the Disney Greg. And if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks. You can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com and submit a magic gram. It's free for you, free for them. It's free for everybody. Lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, head over to patreon.com slash thatparklifepodcast to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into the lives of, you know, yours truly and Greg. Um, you can also get our regular episodes ad-free. You may have noticed we now have some ads in our episodes. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get our episodes ad-free. All right, Greg, take it away. Yes. Before I get to a quote, I would like to say, if you submitted a question over the weekend and didn't hear it, mm-hmm. don't fret. Don't be fretting none. Um, we'll do more. We got a lot. Mm-hmm. So we will, uh, we're holding on uh, to those for a future episode. Okay. This quote comes from The Good Dinosaur. 
perhaps not mm. often enough referenced. Mm-hmm. Um, short and sweet. If you ain't scared, you ain't alive. We'll leave you with that. We will see you all next week. See you Until next then. week. Bye, everybody. Have a great one. Bye.